go each day. Right. Because uh, where would you be without that candy coffee? <laughs> exactly. And on that note, welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show podcast. My name is Gabor. Uh, yeah, g'day, welcome along. I'm Alex, and whoa, things are going to get crazy. Oh, are they? Cray cray. Both full of Japanese food and coffee. And we have some koalas to eat. Because we're in Australia, we get to eat koalas. Yes, yes, yes. I say we get to eat koalas. I think they're actually from... China? Thailand. <laughs> Thai, Thai, Thai koalas. Yeah. And to, they're filled to the brim with chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the Asian grocer on the way back to the car after lunch. And if you haven't been to Asian grocers recently, they're the best fun <coughs> when you're buying like, chocolates and lollies and things. It's just have the maddest stuff. Well, I just bought these Kapinko coffee candies, which I'm looking forward to. After I had my coffee, I'm going to have a Kapinko coffee candy because... Uh, I know um, everyone like loves uh, <laughs> loves me on extra caffeine. Would you like a koala to start? I'd love a koala to okay, start with it. Because people love it when we eat while we do these podcasts. Yeah. So uh, while you get the koala out, your koala out, um, <laughs> um, oh. why, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, why don't you subscribe or follow us? Uh, go check out the YouTube channel as well. Uh, and do the thing we always ask everyone to do where uh, whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this podcast, take a photo. So if you're sitting, I don't know, on a bus, um, take a photo of what it is you're looking at. You don't have to be in it. Smelly passengers. We've had people from the Czech Republic sending us pictures of dark streets. We've had people from the US sending us pictures of dark rooms. There's a lot of dark stuff going on. Um, we've had people from England showing us pictures of beautiful scenery. So whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this, take a photo. Uh, people in Australia of the beach. Yep, because everyone lives on a beach. Other people in Australia uh, of yeah. shopping trolleys and supermarkets. And um, riding kangaroos to the beach. Right. Well, that's, well, that's what we all do. That's what we all do, yeah. Um, th that's the really blurry pictures when you're in the pouch while they're jumping, they're hopping yeah. and take a photo. It's annoying. Um, yeah, so... And then send it to us. Either email it to us, uh, superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com or go to our YouTube channel. There's links to everything. There's a link tree link that takes you pretty much everywhere below. So go and check that out. So, so Alex, other than chocolate-filled koalas, what's new with you? I managed to peel the koala. Would you like one? <laughs> peel the koala. <laughs> sure. Excellent. Oh, look at the little koala. I should take a photo of this. They're cool, aren't they? And each one have different like um, designs on them. Little. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just so people can see what we're talking about while we're... It'll be on Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram if you haven't. Ha. Ah, Segway. If mm. I can make it focus. They're good. I think that may have focused. The dog one's one too. No, that Sorry. hasn't focused. That didn't want to focus. Because they're quite little. <clears throat> We've kind of been in this weird little post-Christmas lull with work where up until Christmas and it's always this, always like this at this time of year where gigs and stuff slow down but it's slowed down a lot because of obviously the COVID thing so just sort of wondering is our gigs going to pick up again because up until Christmas it was quite good we had, we had a bit on I'm actually after well I'm not working this weekend which is partially on purpose. Another koala. Um, but um, 
after this weekend, I'm actually back to working quite a lot again. Oh, cool. Um, I've picked up another fairly regular Friday night gig. Mm-hmm. Teaching's back, sadly. Um, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday afternoons. Um, so I'm I'm back to I think it's going to be almost two gigs a week again. Cool. Um, which, to tell the truth, I don't particularly want to do much more than that. And um, we've been super lucky. <coughs> Just checking on koala. <coughs> been super lucky here in Australia with the COVID uh, restrictions. The government has actually given uh, businesses uh, some financial assistance. Yep. But that all kind of dries up in March. I think they're going to have to keep doing it because a lot of, you still, you know, it's yeah. not, you, you, a lot of people are still struggling. Yeah. Obviously it depends on the... Sorry, this is me opening now the, <laughs> my uh, coffee candy. No, I'm okay, thanks. <clears throat> my Copinko coffee candy. Copico. Copico. Um, like, depends on the industry. Like, things like... Uh, building trades, um, any most like corporate type industries are pretty much back to normal. But music, entertainment, events, um, hospitality is probably a little bit affected. Depends where you are and what you're doing. I think Australia in particular, because I mean Australia is ma- relies massively on hospitality and oh, and tourism industry. The dog toy. Uh, so I think, especially up here in Queensland, there's still a lot of people not quite back to the way they used to be yeah so it's um i'm not sure even if they do a thing where you have to prove your uh, income is down from last year well that's what they've been doing yeah but like to extend it yeah yeah so um yeah it'll kind of be kind of wait and see um i'm <laughs> i was talking to a friend of mine um our friend jack who's um jh productions if you don't follow him on instagram already he does some killer pedal board builds Really, one of those, you know, those Instagram... Super OCD needles. Yeah. <laughs> those pedal board builds you see on Instagram where everything's lined up perfectly. looks like the inside of a you know, space shuttle control panel or something. I've got OCD, but he's got a problem, that guy. It's next level, way. But, um, yeah, we're chatting about it. Oh, the dog toy out there. Um, like, I never knew, realised how good my work ethic was until I didn't have any work on it at all. But, like, I'm really keen to do some gigs now. <laughs> it's really keen to do some work. So... It's not for lacking, lack of wanting to. It just there's no opportunity just at the moment, and um, so just kind of. And obviously, Australia is pretty damn lucky compared to a lot of places in the world. Oh yeah. So, not trying to. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's just the situation we're in. You know, not well, can't do anything about the bigger picture, but just trying to do our best. Yeah. So. But we've done a, I've done a couple little gigs. Uh, I did a couple of big gigs around. I think I mentioned this about around New Year's Eve and stuff. <laughs> Still <a> squeaky toy. <laughs> and uh, I did a live stream over the weekend. And this actually leads us to kind of like what we did today, because. Did we do a live stream today? No. You but, didn't tell me. <laughs> <coughs> I, I was streaming. The um, I have a Alan Heath console that I use for live sound and excuse me the internal effects are pretty good but I've been using the poly Bebo or digit as a Bidget Bidget as an external Debo effects unit Digibo 
Yeah, Digibo. 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 That's Digibo. Really, <laughs> sounds like a robot. <laughs> Get your Digibo on. <laughs> and um, just using the um, reverb algorithms off that thing. It's so nice. Just have studio quality reverbs. And I've been loading the IRs from, if you know what Brocasti M7 is. Oh, the old Brocasti. Do you know what Brocasti is? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> um, Alex. That, yes. What's a Brocasti? Uh, Brocasti. Brickasty. Brickasty. Yes. It's brick pasty. No. No. <laughs> brick pasty. Yeah. In the um, it's an, it's an Italian builder. No. Um, oh, Brickasty. <laughs> Paolo Fabio Brickasty. See. See. It's a studio rack mounted convolution reverb unit, basically. Ah, the old Brickasty. Yes, of yeah. course. And they sound wonderful, and you see them in the best of the best touring racks, front of house racks. Um, is that that stupidly expensive uh, rack mount that John Mayer has in his rig? Yeah. Ah, okay, well, I do know it now. They are expensive, but they're not crazy, like four four grand or something. Well, for one rack mount for maybe one song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's the... Well, he's John arg- Mayer. <clears throat> arguably one of the, if not the best reverb units ever. Yeah, he uses $100,000 amps, so... Yeah. So a bit, <laughs> bit of splash from a couple of grand a unit. That's Fish cool. posh. I know it's all relative, right? Yeah. So that's um, but there. If you search on the internet, uh, someone's got the IRs from that unit and put them up semi legally. Semi legally. Semi legally. Oh. And um, so yeah, I found them kicking around the internet, and I've been using them for a couple of years now. Similarly, yeah, and they're just they're just IRs, so you can throw them in any convolution reverb loader. Like there's a Waves one to use for in the studio, and you can whack them on the poly. Oh, poly! And you've whacked them, Beaver. I whacked on. You've whacked them on. <laughs> They've been whacked. <laughs> so I've been using those as just like killer reverbs for front of house mixing, and it's so nice. It's one of those things that. It puts like a vocal in a space rather than going vocal and a reverb just sort of blue tack to the side of it. It just actually puts in a space. It's so smooth you don't notice the reverb until you take it away, kind of thing. Ah, like a sonic maximizer. No. You don't need to stand until you turn it off and you go, oh. But it's a reverb. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It sounds like completely different. <laughs> you got interesting accents to it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's because I'm on my. Uh, I've just had a coffee and now I'm having my copico coffee candy, so I'm probably caffeined up now. High as you'll ever be. Yeah, yeah. I'm shaking a little bit. This but... is your cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, talk that. <clears throat> cool. But um, yeah. So then we ended up doing because uh, you've been using that a lot, and we, if you haven't seen it, there's a video we did sort of about best, you know. Best pedals of the year, pedal of the year thing. The potties, and the potties, the potty awards, mm. pedal of the year, and um, both end up giving the poly digit Bebo, whatever it's called now. Digibo. Digibo. <laughs> Down in the bio, we use the Digibo. <laughs> As pedal of the year, <coughs> so I thought we should do some more videos on it because it's so cool. So we did a whole video on just the reverb algorithms, just the IRs, uh, convolution ones today. Yeah. Just in mono. Yeah. Not even. 
getting to the stereo ones. We'll cop some flack for it. We'll go, oh man, stereo, and you're in a studio. Why don't you do stereo videos, man? Because uh, we don't. How many guitar players actually run stereo? John Mayer probably does. Oh, probably not. Maybe no. Not. I, I watched, actually, I've, I've been getting into lately. Um, <laughs> I used to always watch um, YouTube usually after wife, kids go to bed. I stay up and watch some YouTube. Yep. And I kind of, I don't know, I've just been getting a bit, I still got that. Um, I've been getting a bit over a lot of the YouTube stuff I've been watching. Yeah. So I've actually um, kind of refound a lot of the old rig rundowns. I've been watching old Premier Guitar rig rundowns. Yeah, cool. And actually, just the other day, I watched the John Mayer one. Because quite often, like on YouTube, you watch one and then it just it's in a playlist, so it just goes to another one. And you just kind of, I'm sitting there watching and going, oh, I don't care what, what's next. They're yeah. all fun. It's like our trash TV. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And a John Mayer one came on. And yeah, he has, he uses the, in that, this is a while ago, I guess, but he used a Dumble, yeah. one of his two rock signature heads, and an old 60s Fender Bandmaster, I think. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And rings they were all on at the same time. Cool. So, just loud and clean. Just loud and clean. Mm. So he maybe he's changed now, but back then he it was a mono rig, so he would use those reverbs probably in mono, unless he's doing a stereo rig now. Unless he did like a wet dry. It's still mono, isn't it? Wet dry wet or something. Yeah. Or wet dry. Well, if it's wet dry wet, you can have stereo. Okay, yeah. Depends, um, but anyway. It's it's not really <coughs> it's not really known for his stereo lushness. Not like um. No. He's, he's known for his, session his dreamy eyes mm. and um, buttocks. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, in your, in your circles, maybe, but um, <laughs> my circles. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a few of those. I watched the uh, uh, not that I'm his really buttocks. M- no <laughs> rig mm. rundowns, like right. the Guns and Roses one with Slash and and people like that, and you know, bunch of them. They're quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, seen like if money's no object which is usually not with those kind of bands and touring things. god no if you watch the Guns N' Roses one holy oh yeah poop crap no there's a lot of stuff there yeah yeah like if, you, if money's no object <clears throat> what you actually what they actually choose but John Mayer as well I mean he had like 48 guitars or something like that and how many songs they do in a night well he said <laughs> that the guitar tech who used to be Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar tech of oh, course wow. um, just to copy him a little bit more um uh, I think he played. He said they put sixteen to eighteen uh, songs per set in a set. Yeah, and I think he had twelve or so guitars that are song specific. Okay. And then the others could be anything. So out of the other like thirty-five guitars, mm. could be anything. It's a bit stupid. But if you have the means. Yeah. Just seems dumb. Yeah. Well, then you watch the you, the. Edge U2 one. And he's got even more than that. <laughs> but but he's one of those guys, um, he uses, if he writes and records a song, sure. all the gear he used to write to record the song yep. will go on deal with him. So he will use the guitar with the effects unit, with the rack, whatever he used. Hmm. All has to go. He wants it to be as authentic as possible. But, to the point where he had like I don't know, 20 amps or something hmm. that they lugged around. Yeah. And... 60 guitars or something like that. But, I mean, if you're you too. You can. But even just from a player, player point of view, I think the most I've ever taken is maybe three guitars to a gig. And just swapping between guitars, like, mid-set, each one feels completely different. Yeah, I don't like it. And you've already you've 
taken a few songs to get really used to that neck and that sort of action and yeah. how those pickups interact with your gain stage and blah, blah, blah. And by the time you really got comfortable, it's like, oh, swap it out. Well, I mean, you go and see a lot of bands every single song, they swap yeah. it out. Like, I don't think I, I don't <clears> think I'd really get comfortable with the guitar in your hands and then until the end of the song and then it's start again. Mm. Yeah, I, I never... You know I, I, mean? I, I usually... Maximum I bring is two, like a main and a spare. Yeah, sure. Um, and, I mean, when I was doing the Chili Peppers thing, I was going to swap guitars because he was using the tribute band thing. Yeah. He was using strats in most, and but then he had Jazz Master, uh, uh, Jaguars in some, and Gretsch in some. Yeah. And I was kind of going to swap guitars. Did he play Gretsch's? Yeah, White Falcon he played in, oh, wow. in a couple of songs. Okay, cool. Um, but um, then... In the end, it all sounds the same, and I ended up using just a Jazzmaster. Yeah, and, and people none, who are actually none, none of <laughs> who are actually quite picky sound people yeah. tell me that oh, it actually sounded fine. It didn't sound any different, and yeah, sounded just as good as a Strat, and yeah. I, in my opinion, better than a Strat. But still has that jangly top end, like it's a bit more. Well, a Jazzmaster pickup to me is like a Strat pickup, just fatter. with balls. Fatter. It's Louder, fatter um, strap pickup. It's interesting how, <clears throat> yeah, like um, that'd be interesting. It's like, whereas the the Warmoth Jazzcaster that I have, yeah, obviously that's a bit different because it's a chambered mahogany body with maple quilted maple yep. cap on it. So it's kind of a, a thing. And the P nineties in disguise on the under. They are yeah, the P nineties type type winding in telly size blah blah. So. I wonder what difference the body shape makes if you had, say, an older body as a telly, same pickups, normal uh, telly pickups, mm -hmm. and then an older body in the jazz caster, what offset? Oh, thing. the shape. How much difference that? I don't know if that would make much of it. Actually, well, I mean, similar-ish, but one thing I want to do that we're going to maybe do soonish. Yeah. Uh, you're getting some new pickups for your. Strat build, like yeah. the, the part Strat, the, is it, that's Warmoth, isn't it? It's all Warmoth, yeah. It's a Warmoth one. Um, and I'm getting, well, it, we were waiting for ages for these Fishman <laughs> pickups, and then you actually said, oh, I'll just buy some pickups, and you bought some Rio Grande pickups. And then I got the shipping notification from Fishman saying, oh, we're shipping you the pickups. The next morning. <laughs> like the next day or two days later, yeah. yeah. So we're getting three sets of pickups from Fishman. They're on their way. They could possibly be here tomorrow or something like that. Um so we're getting one of their, because I contacted them about modern pickups. I talked about this before, like because mm. I wanted into my Carvin Kiesel Carvin CT6, that sort of PRS shaped guitar that I play, that's usually in drop C tuning. I wanted to put um, the the pickup. I like the sound of the pickups, yeah. but they're a bit noisy, even for humbuckers. Oh, and they're a bit, uh, I don't know, they're not like for heavy stuff. And I wanted a I wanted a pickup and a guitar for like modern heavy sounds. Yeah. So I contacted has Fishman. That tight thing, yeah. Yeah, the tight. Yeah. But I really noticed when I was at Forty Two Gear Street. Mm. Um, we had um, we did this kind of silly videos with Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hum, and and um, we'd be sitting in the room. Uh, what was called the post office, and it had like a. Um, a but a bunch of Freedmans and angle amps and, and she's getting a triamp, like all the like high gain amps. And we just kind of silly and muck around and 
Um, we'd played some guitars that had um, Lola, Lola, Lola. <laughs> Ryan said you got to say it like you're... Um, like a cowboy. Like a cowboy, like Lola. <laughs> What's his name? The um, John Wayne. you got to say it like John Wayne. Lola. Playing my Lola pickup. Um, <laughs> which are, you know, meant for sort of more rocky sounds. But then you plug in like a mayonnaise... Uh, and it's just so much tighter instantly, just a different pickup. So I wanted something that's quite modern. But then I talked to Ken from um, from Fishman, and he said, oh, how about we send you another set, which is their kind of more vintage-style humbuckers, uh, because he says all, all the people always talk about Fishman Fluence as being the super tight, super modern metal kind of sounding mm -hmm. pickups. But they're actually really proud of their... Um, or vintage voice pickups because they, I guess it's almost like a digital representation in some because there's circuit boards and stuff in there. Yeah. So uh, they're kind of copying what would be like all PAF style um, pickups, and they're really happy with the result. But people don't talk about that stuff. So would we be interested in getting a second set of pickups? And I said sure. Um, and then you said you wanted to swap the pickups in your Strat, and I said oh well, what about Strat pickups? Hmm. And he goes yeah yeah no one. You know, very few people really know about them even because they're, I think the two voicings is you can have a more 50s and a more 60s voicing um, and you have also mid-boosts and all that sort of stuff. There's like a few different things you can do. Yep. Um, so we said, yep, 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 send them, send them. So they're sending them now. But long story, what I'm getting back to now is you're buying new pickups for your kind of Strat style guitar. I've actually been playing my old Fernandez Strat yeah, quite a bit. I, I, I like that guitar. It's a good guitar. Mm. I just never get on with the sound of a Strat plugged in. Sure. But we both have the same pickups in currently, which are the Fender Custom Shop 69 yep. pickups. And we both don't like them. Yeah. What I think would be interesting is doing a shootout with the two S-style guitars mm. with the same pickups in it. I mean, the, the only difference is the wood. Yep. Um, do a shootout, see how different they sound. And then once the new pickups are in both guitars, kind of shoot it out again and see what difference those pickups make. I think it would be quite interesting. But I think just the fact that we have the same pickups in the same shape guitar, but different woods and stuff, mm. just to hear the difference between the two. Because this Walmart Strat, it's not only different timber, which is black Karina, but also chambered. Ah. Yes. Come in. Anyway, that's what guitar sounds like when you punch it. Yes. And, um, and I just had another thought the other day. I wonder what, because our friend Ben wired it up for me with a stupid amount of pickup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has 20 pickup combinations out yeah. of three single cores, right? So. Um, and he probably used two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use a solid six. A solid six? So that's one more than you. Okay. And. Um, I wonder what pots is used because I had like a wiring harness, but then because it's like back routed, the top's quite thick. It's thicker than a normal scratch plate on a strap. Yeah. So he rumbled through his cupboard and came out with some pots. So I wonder. I have no. Oh, different up. value pots. Okay. Yeah, they make a big difference, don't they? I wonder what they are and the uh, capacitor and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know there's a big difference between 250k and 500k and mm. one meg because I mean all jazz masters always have um, uh, one meg. Oh, really? That high? Mm. Wow. Um, and then the Gibson thing is a 500, and then the uh, Fender thing is a 250. Yeah, 250. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, jazz masters are a make, yeah, uh, make pods. With this one, they had to have long shaft to get through the top, long shaft, and um, yeah, because you need long shaft to get your knob on. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he thinks he's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I am. And um, <laughs> so yeah, I should pull the back off and check it out. Do you have a screw? Yeah. It's your house. Actually, it's over there, the orange one. It's your house. I'll do it while we're live on air. Live on air, wow. That's a thing. Yeah, so that's coming up. That's that's already on its way. Um, yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting. Maybe do a shootout with that. So I've been, uh, this year so far, I mean, this is only a second podcast for this year, uh, I've been on a bit of a DoD Digitech binge lately. Again. Buying some, because there's a lot of cheap ones out again, and especially Facebook Marketplace. But I, um, so you kind of did a bit of a spring clean and wanted to get rid of stuff. Yeah. And I ended up getting your gr Digitech Grunge and Digitech Death Metal. Mm -hmm. And then I bought, because I had the, I wanted to get the uh, FX69B, the later on Grunge. And now I'm looking for the um, FX86B, which is the Death Metal, the, you know, so to do a, with the three, the three Death Metals, compare them. Mm. Uh, but then I also just bought a Bad Monkey, which I think the Bad Monkey... Um, so, is that a tube screamer? Was it just green? Yes. Well, the Bad Monkey, from what I gather, yeah. is the... Um, they had a pedal called the... Um, what is it? Um, oh, God, I, I should know this. The uh, Pulp. What is it called? Something Pulp. Orange Pulp? Um, no, no, no. The um, God, my brain isn't working. Um, uh, 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 it's a green pedal. I did even did a video of it. Oh god, I should know my DoD. I'm such a douche. Um, yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, hang on, I've got to, to, I got agree, to right? search for it. Um, uh, and that's from what I what I gather. It's the it changed a little bit to that. So it's basically a, a modified tube screamer. Um, I remember seeing them in shops when. They Back in the olden days, and they're meant to be really good. Yeah. And then there's one other one that I need to get because now I'm because I'm an idiot who collects stuff. Yeah. Um, there's one more from the that particular DoD uh, Digitech series, which is one one of the first Digitech series when it went from DoD to Digitech. Mm -hmm. um, juice box. Oh yeah. Pulp is one of the controls. Um, so the juice box, which is kind of like a modified. Um, Modified tube screamish kind of thing, and then I think that evolved into the Bat Monkey. And then there's another one that I need to get, which is the Hot Head. I think it's called Hot Head. Oh, I remember that too, yeah. Did you, what was that? Orange one. That's a more distortion one. Okay. So you had the Grunge and the Death Metal. So that was the first of the Digite Digitech pedal series when they came out. Um, so the first series was, uh, I think, the, the Grunge, Death Metal, the um, Bat Monkey, and the Hothead. I think it's Hothead. Ah, here we go. Does it? Oh, he's got the... They're 500k pots. Ah, so they're different pots to the... Yeah. Well, I've got. well, we'll do an AB anyway. So mine are 250, I'm pretty He's sure. He's a D in case you care. Ah, well, there you go. Look at, um, that. Look at that. Sucker for wiring. That's neat. Yeah. Not. Not. Well, Benny. Um... Yeah, so 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 I I need to get that. I think it's called a hothead. I'm pretty sure it's called a hothead. I need to get. But yeah, so I bought a, I bought a couple. I bought um, a few DD pedals. I bought a few Digitech pedals now. Uh, yeah, so I, I I have problems. But 
<laughs> problems of not problems. having enough. No, well, I like it, and and I like that sort of stuff. I like those kind of older pedals, and yeah. and uh, you know, it's 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 a hobby. Um, I actually just uh, we just sort of picked as Ryan from Six Cycle Hum is what looks like at um, mm. JHS head, headquarters at the moment. HQ. And I, I messaged him and I said, uh, take a bunch of the rare DD pedals. <laughs> Josh won't notice. <laughs> yeah. <Pretty laughs> he has so many pedals there. Pretty sure he's cool with it. <laughs> so um, I think he replied and he said he did uh, a bunch of videos with... Um, so I wonder if JHS is doing like a 42 Gear Street kind of thing, which JHS, like inviting YouTubers over to do some videos. Um he said he did a bunch of videos. Where did he reply to me on Facebook? I think um, he did a bunch of videos with. Um, I shot a bunch of 250s today and the buzz box. Ah. So he did some videos there. So he went there to do some videos, I guess, with Josh's collection. So I don't know if it's just him or if there's other YouTubers there too. But you know. I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, I've been on a bit of a DoD bunch lately, binge lately, DoD Digitech binge lately. Yeah. Which it sort of comes and goes. Whenever I see cheap ones, I'm in no huge rush um, with getting them all, but I, I do. I am trying to get the whole 80s and 90s DoD collection, and by the looks of it, I'm getting into the 2000s Digitech now as well. <laughs> Slowly. Do you remember the um, all those artist series like the the e weapon Eric Clapton Crossroads Crossroads. The Weapon, Scott Ian. Oh, yeah. Was it Scott Ian? I think it was Scott Ian. There's a Hendrix stuff? There was a Hendrix one, a Brian May one. Mm. Um, no, I don't think I'll go for them. But um, <laughs> They're not quite cool enough to be No. Like. But uh, I think there's... I think the next series... So there was a first series. Yeah. And then the next series, I think it was called the X series. Uh, and they had then the Screaming... Some blues one? Screaming something? Screaming blues? No, I don't think it was Screaming Blues. It was a... Um, sure. What was it called? It was a blue one. Digitech. Not Foggy Tech. <laughs> Digitech. S Screaming Blues. Yeah, it was called Screaming Blues. Haha. I win. Um, I know things that you don't know about DOD. Yeah, well, it's not DOD. It's Digitech. That's what I said. Um, I think that was part of the X series. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was. I, I'm not that up with the Digitech stuff. But I think that's kind of a blues driver, their take on a blues driver. Yeah. Um, and then I know one of the things, um, and I want to get both, because a lot of people said a bass one is better on guitar, but mm. there's a synthwire, green Digitech synthwire, yeah. and there's a bass synthwire and a guitar synthwire. And a lot of people say the bass synthwire is the one to get out of the two, even for guitar. Okay, cool. So I want to get those two as well eventually. But that's just part of that ever-growing stupidity of mine that yeah. I want to collect all that stuff. And um, So yeah, that's, so that's what I've been doing. Right on. Uh, and uh, that's about it. It's, it. School started today, so my kids are back at school, so I'll actually have time to do things. Because right I've been trying to trying to spend time with the kids and family and stuff during the mm. holidays now. So Yeah, yeah. Summer holidays here? Summer holidays here in uh, the land of Oz. Yeah. Right on. So, Alex. So what? Uh, let's go to some sort of a topic instead of just rambling on. Oh. We've been wanting to talk yes. about new stuff that came out in this lovely week of beauty or whatever it was called. 
of name. Uh, music doesn't suck or something. What music, music of beauty, music belongs. Something. Some, some. The, the, the yeah, online name thing. Obviously, they didn't do the name show. No. Um, so new things that came out this year. Um, yeah. Actually, if there's any particular things that you guys out there liked that came out at Name this year, uh, let us know. Uh, send us a message in the comments or something like that. Let us know because it's always interesting to know because so much stuff comes out you can miss things. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, let us know what's what's out there. The main things I've seen is lots of guitars. Well, one thing that sort of divided us. Uh, Mark Letary, yep. PRS. Yep. Thoughts? It's cool. I don't like it. <laughs> Good. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this very kind of plain looking. Um, it's two singles and a humbucker. Is it a matte finish? I don't think so, no. Uh, let, let's have a look. I posted a picture of it. Um, and they come in, in, in a bunch of different colors and shapes. Yeah. Uh, True. And other things. Uh, hang on, where's the photo? Do I still have a photo on here? We're prepared. We're prepared professionals. You should know this by now. Uh, no, hang on. Well, let's oh, look yeah. online then. Uh, but okay, you talk talk about them. What were your What were your thoughts? It's kind of a little bit like is it the Roadster Ol Ibanez stuff? The shape yeah, it reminded me a lot of that. Actually. The shape of that because it's kind of like a fat, chunky version of a Strat type thing. Um, I think it's flat top, wasn't it? It's not carved top like a. Yeah, I think theory. so too. Um, from memory, there was the a Fiore, 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 which yeah, is there's a black one, a kind of flower in Italian, whitey one, and a red one. Um, black well, one. it basically <laughs> is. It basically is kind of like the the John Mayer Strat, not Strat PRS, but without the scratch plate. With directly mounted and a humbucker HSS. Yeah, the body shape's a bit different though. Yeah, but it is quite stratty. Yeah. Um, with the same three knobs, five-way switch. So it is quite stratty. Yeah. But it is that sort of PRSified stratty thing. Totally. Yeah. And it's um, it's not like this. The was it the something sky pure sky so sky sky sky. Jamais one. Yeah. Yeah, the pure sky. Pure sky. Pure sky. Oh, pure sky. Pure sky. John Mayer sky. With that, now that chameleon paint that's like one of the most, ex the most expensive production guitar in the world. Is it? Wow. And super rare. Stupid. Um, a little bit. <laughs> looks a bit dumb. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, I think it's cool. Or maybe it's just because he makes it sound great. I think one of the, well, he does, makes anything sound great. I, I personally, I'm not a maple board guy. And on PRS with the birds, it just doesn't... I don't know. I don't like the birds. Not, on the not in white. The red one looks cool. Yes. Yeah. Still, I, I, not maple. I'd go I'd go rosewood or... Okay. Uh, ivory. <laughs> <laughs> no, ebony, the other one. Ivory. <laughs> uh, real tusks. They come together in perfect harmony. Ebony yeah. and ivory, you know. Yeah, I do. Side on side on my piano. The only cringy song that ever came out of Stevie Wonder's game. Yeah, true. Oh, that was a bad song. Anyway, okay, so if that's not to your taste, what about the other signature guitar, which was the Josh Smith one from Ibanez? <laughs> I love 
the thing, and I now, since that, I cannot look at it the same way ever again. Did you see the little thing Ryan did? Speaking again, Ryan from Six Zaka, the little animation he did. I uh, don't think so. So he <laughs> did this little animation, and I just can't unsee it anymore. You know how the scratch plate um, on the... Not scratch plate, the, um, the plate with the, the knobs and the uh, pickup selector. Control is, plate? Control plate. Yeah. It's sort of curved. Yeah. Okay. So Ryan did this little animation. I'll see if I can find it while I'm talking. Ryan did this little animation and posted it where the control plate came off and the two knobs came off and they sort of shifted down a bit <laughs> and it just looks like a, a cock and balls. Cock and balls, right. Um, and I can't unsee it anymore. To me, I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, I'm not a massive Ibanez Shredder guitar guy, but I have to say that AZ, AZ, series, AZ, AZ, wherever, depending on where you are in the world, um, I really, really liked. So again, that was 42 Gear Street. I played a couple of them there. Mm. I thought they were excellent. I love the artist range, like the hollow body and all that stuff. Yep. Especially the older stuff, but the new stuff too, I really, really like. I don't, I'm not a massive fan of the Shredder thing, but when they brought out that AZ, AZ series, yeah. I really dug it. And this is kind of like the single cut AZ version. Um... The necks are great on those. Really, really, really yeah. nice necks. Um, they're really good guitars. So I like the idea of it. I just, like I said, since Ryan did that little thing, I can't unsee it. <laughs> it's just to me. I think it's cool. It sounds obviously great because Josh is playing it. But you know what would have been cool? Instead of having that headstock, doing the old, older style roadster type. Headstock, yeah, headstock. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's that. That would that, have been a bit more retro y. Along the lines of a more classic, yeah, off slightly offset telly thing. That's one thing I I always thought. Um, that's the one thing I don't like as much um, it's, on it's the a, AZs is the headstock. But I do like it better than the pointier RG style headstock. Yeah, but I do think that older headstocks look really really good. Just um, to suit that more classic type body. Yeah, it just feels a bit, I don't know, forced on there. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's a great guitar. Just talking about aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, he's he's a monster player. And I'm sure it's a good guitar because I can't imagine it not being a good guitar that um, he's sort of specced up with Ibanez. And I mean, the quality of Ibanez stuff is, is especially the stuff that comes out of Japan, the, the quality and the, the, the standard is very, very high. So I'm sure it's an amazing guitar. I'm just trying to find this stupid thing. There was some, some of those artist guitars came out too, wasn't it? Like a three three nine type thing, from memory. Yeah, like a small body, three three five and something or other. There's a couple of really nice guitars that came out. Uh, uh, it's one of those things again with Ibanez. Like every year with Ibanez, they pretty much change the entire range. Yeah. And once they change the entire range, it's just so many guitars. It's so hard to keep track of it. And they all have. Some model numbers, it's not like they all have weird model numbers. The RGDS 27659 dash 466, you know, they have weird numbers. I'm trying to find these stupid things I can show you, but um, it's really funny. But it's just there's too much crap on his wall. He's quite active on on the socials, the old Ryan. Um, what else? Um, the uh, some of the new Fender stuffs. So actually, one of the guitars that gets a, a bit of talking about on our Facebook group is the 
new, one of the new, I think the Mexican made ones. It's like a black telly, maple board, with the Floyd Rose and two humbuckers. Yeah. Um, oh, here it is. Yeah, the music is it's great. It's a bit, it's one of the best things ever. But I just can't unsee that. <laughs> yeah, see, then it goes back. <laughs> Ryan, you are a legend. That's all I say. Uh, I'll post that video on our group too. Um, the American Ultra Lux Telecaster Floyd Rose something something. Yeah, yeah. So, what are your thoughts and stuff like that? Or some generally some of the new Fender series stuff? Because um, I think it's cool. It's not really my thing, but I don't know I I like it. Um, I haven't seen it much else from Fender to be honest. What else have they done? Uh, well, they've released. Hang on. Uh, Relieved. Uh, they've released. Hang on. Where's I go to the see? I I should really be more prepared, but I'm not yes. because I'm just. That kind of guy. Uh, 2021 new releases. Oh, yeah. So they, they, they did the 75th anniversary Oh, yes. Stuff, That's right. Which that is like... A, pretty neat, eh? They look quite nice. They're sort of yeah. in that kind of... What would you call it? Like a faded burst? Um, not tobacco burst, but something similar. Something similar. I do like the silvery... The silvery ones with the matching headstock. Again, maple board. I don't know. I think that would look better with a dark board. Purely aesthetically, my I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, the oh, and then they released a new series, the Noventa series. Oh, really? Missed the Noventa that. series with P90s. It's all P90s and they're very plain guitars. Yeah, so you've cool. got a single P90 telly with a f completely flat top and you've got the two P90s strap. Mm, interesting. Um, I quite like them, to tell you the truth. I'm not a strap guy, as most people... No. That know me would know, but uh, if you look at the Daphne blue one, yeah, that's pretty neat. Again, I would go not maple f um, fingerboard. <laughs> Surf green looks kind of cool too. That's I quite cool. like the look of that. Um, I think they're possibly Mexican, but they're getting up there in price too. The the prices are definitely have definitely gone up a bit. Um, Oh, and then it did an Aventa Jazzmaster, that's right, with three P90s. Oh, I did see that, yes. Uh, so what's it? Noventa? Okay, Noventa. I didn't see the name. Yeah. So they did the, it's a three P90s. And again, I like the colours. So it comes in surf green, uh, it comes in fiesta red, and so it you... comes in black. Okay. Or walnut, sorry. I'd go to walnut because oh, yeah, it, has a, it has the... Um, the, the uh, that's what trying to call me. Yeah, right. It has the um, the other board. Also, then the uh, I quite like these um, the Ultra Lux, which yep. is like the next. Um, That's the one. I think Floyd. one up from the Ultra series, Ultra Lux, and you can get one with Floyd's. You can get one with um, they have the the black headstocks, and I think they've got anodized pickguards. Hmm. Um, and that's Satelli as well. That's the, it's in there. I mean, four and a half thousand dollar guitar, so they're not cheap. I think it came out last year, but this is one of the, my favorite Fenders in a long time. 
which is the like a thin line. It's got thin line and kind of like um, gold foils or something. And oh, parallel universe. That's a series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That light blue color is just gorgeous. 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 All right. Gorgeous. Yeah, it's cool. Eh? Yeah, I, th I think they're doing good, cool stuff. I think. Yeah. Well, any other stuff from them that that kind of stood out to you? I quite like the Reverend guitars. Mm. So they've released a thing with. Yeah. I think the shape is the same as one of the. It's a sort of offsetty, but a little bit angular offsetty guitar. But humbucker and two uh, P nineties. I like that. Yep. I think that would be a guitar I would use. Um, anything from Gibson? I don't usually pay that much attention to Gibson, but. Um, kind of been having a hankering for a Gibson lately. Oh, you have a hankering, eh? Yeah. Especially like a... Um... Oh, and then of course, the Walrus audio released yes. that reverb and that cab thing. The like a Kind of like the Iridium amp cab thing. The ACS1, uh, which of course we didn't get, but, um, you know, that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is there? Just looking through... Things that are new uh, that came out at Um Hang on. I, I posted a whole bunch of stuff on our Facebook group. You should all go to our Facebook group. Yes, do that. Um, because there, there you'll a, find... There's quite a few Ibanez the, guitars. Yeah, well, yeah, there's always lots of Ibanez guitars. But there's cool. always almost too many Ibanez guitars. Yeah. Um... I saw this before, these um, lipstick pickups f from Seymour Duncan now. You can actually buy lipstick. He's, so he's never done them before? I don't know. Oh, uh, the new Revolta guitars, the kind of 3-5 oh, yeah. star looking ones. They look really cool. That's cool. Uh, Regatta 7, 5, 6, 7, yeah, 7. Um, what else is there? Oh, the new Mini Rat, That's which is apparently meant to be exactly the same, but smaller. That's I did email them. See, I'll see if they get back to me at all. But I'd love cool. to do a shootout between some other. Yeah, a rap uh, party. Ooh, Pictronics. So they released those yes. bunch of new mini pedals. I haven't actually looked into them, but I saw the pictures. So they, uh, I think it's the Moon Pool, which is a modulated delay. Mm -hmm. They released. Uh, uh, yeah, Moon Pool. Oh no, that's Analog Phase Shifter and Tremolo. Okay, sorry, the Moon Pool is the. Phaser Tremolo. Uh, then they released uh, which one's the the Constellator. Constellator. Which one's a Constellator? There's a synth and a, and a, a modulated delay. The synth could be interesting in like a mini yeah. mini thing. They make um, cool stuff here. Eh? Yeah. Modulated analog delay is the Constellator. Like how it's always unique. Like it's not like another clone or another. Yeah, and, and well-built stuff. Um, so the Moonpool is a tremvelope phaser. Yep. The Constellator is the mo modulated analog delay. And the Space Rip is the PWM guitar synth. PWM. PWM? Mm-hmm. Whatever PWM stands for. Mm. Make up something. Pulse width modulated. Ah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's a thing. So they look quite cool. I mean, that's... Uh, 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 I quite like Pictronic stuff. 
Poly effects, we were talking about them before. Um, the released yes. a, a Eurorack version of the Poly, was of the Bebo. There's word of the, um, like another guitar type thing, wasn't it? Yeah, he was saying, no, well, he was saying... What was that? I missed that actual um, post. He got Hector, our first Eurorack module. So it's called Hector. Hector. Okay. Um, which has includes all the modules from Bebo and Digit in 30 HP, 6 in, 6 out, all CV audio capable plus MIDI I.O. Coming around March, April, I'll have some pedal news this week too. We haven't heard the pedal news yet. Well, I think it may have just been the version 3 update. Ah, for the, the firmware. For the pedal. Yeah, sure. Because I think that was quite recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, sense. firmware 3 is now up. That makes sense, yeah, cool. Uh, Digit and Bebo have merged. Oh, does it actually say what it's called? Uh, all digit features are now available in Bebo. From now on, there'll be uh, will be pink and blue Bebos for sale, and just one firmware. Right. So they're all Bebos Bebo. now, I guess. I think, personally, I think Bebo is a cooler name than Digit. Yeah, yeah, me too. And Hector. So Hector, the Eurek module. I'm actually quite um, mm. tempted to maybe get one of the Eurorack models because I've been wanting to get into Eurorack and I think we talked about this before but I'm not sure if I'd use it much for live playing for gigs yep. but I think I would use it for um, in the studio like more as an outboard thing and yep. I think as a Eurorack module yeah, it would make almost more sense because then you can all patch it into your patch bay maybe you should uh, get a Eurorack from some of the dollars in the account Yes, yes, yes. We shall talk about that. Because um, yeah, I think I, th I really like what. Because I can see you going down that way. Yeah, I know. Deep. I can I unfortunately see myself doing that as well. You don't need food, do you? No. Who needs food and like children and stuff? Ah. Um, also, another new thing. I, just keep looking through stuff just to see what's there. Um, Boss has announced new pedal boards. Oh yeah, cool. Hey, um, line six. <laughs> Hey, they. I mean, the, the, it's just the same as the old molded thing. No, no, but three. There's three. The two smaller ones are just the same as the old molded one. Yeah. But the the biggest one is a. Uh, um, there's three sizes. There's the smallest, medium, biggest. Yeah. Not the, three means. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, just in case you just you, you do play bass. So. Um, wow. That's hey, hey, hey. That's racist. No, the biggest one comes in a like a a, a flight case with wheels and a handle. Oh right. And you actually lift it out, so it's more like a pedal train style. Thing, you actually lift the, the insert out. Well, look it up, boss. The BCB series pedalboard solution. So, yeah, um, but... Ah, I see. It's more like an SKB case. Yeah, but so you, you get it out of the thing and it has IOs in there. So you have built-in IOs. Cool. Um, I think it's quite a cool thing. And knowing boss, it probably won't be ridiculously expensive. Mm. I think that's probably not a bad thing to have. Um, and the, if you look at the case, it looks like a suitcase with a handle that extends and you have wheels. It does. Which I think I might talk to Ed and see if we can get one of those because I've, I've been kind of meaning to make a slightly smaller pedal board. That looks like a good size too. It's kind of... Uh, it's be bigger than Pedal Train Junior. Maybe like a Metro 24 or something. Yeah. Well, that's, I, want to do, I want to have a case that's a bit bigger than... Uh, the junior, yeah. but a bit smaller than the Pedal Train 3 that I've got now. That'd be cool for you, because you've got, what is it, the Pedal Train 3? What's yeah. the current board? Yeah. 
And that's a good size, but the case it goes in has this extra compartment. It's massive. So the case is like a it's quarter. It's like a keyboard case. Yeah, a quarter or a third bigger than the actual board. Yeah. So you lug around all this stuff. But this one, by the looks of it, it's the BCB1000. Mm-hmm. And it, the lid is exactly the same size as the pedal board itself. Yeah, it's just a bit taller, I think, so you can put stuff on top. Yeah, so... Cables and stuff going You don't top. have, like, all this extra case to lug around. Because you, your car's, like, not small, but it's not huge either, so... No, well, to use that, I have to either put it on the back seat or yeah. I have to fold the back seats down to fit it in there. So if I bring PA... Yeah, uh, bit It kind of goes up, upright. It's bigger, it's longer than the subwoofer and stuff like that, mm. so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I quite like the idea of that. Yeah. I might talk to Ed and see... It looks pretty neat. We can do some work, yeah. And it's got, underneath it, in the front, it's got all... Um, IOs, so um, uh, you've got like a junction box built into it. Yeah, cool. Which I think that's always good, just to neaten things up and to... We also had a um, discussion over lunch about the Line 6 XL thingy bob. HX Stomp XL. Which to me, it's just, I don't know, it's just a bit pointless. Because, I mean, you can get, from what I read, it's it's like a couple hundred dollars more than... uh, Normal yeah. HX Stomp. Yeah. For that, you can get any kind of MIDI controller foot switch and just use that. Or yeah. if you use a looper, you can just assign stuff to the loop switch anyway. Yep. And then because it's a couple of hundred dollars more, it's almost the same price range as the Helix LT, which has more, um, much more uh, CPU power and much more buttons. Uh, to me, I don't know. It's one of those things I don't quite get it if they would have upped the cpu on it i would have gone okay because especially now with the update if you want to use the, the latest firmware update yeah if you want to use the um for example the um the new princeton style amp that they got which is a great sounding amp actually and mm-hmm. i think that's the amp i'm going to start using if i do gigs again with sure. the band uh for like direct going direct yeah but if you start using that this, it uses so much CPU now because it's so it, it's so intensive on the CPU that you can't use many other effects with it. Right. So if they would have made it slightly bigger and added more CPU, I would have gone, okay. Makes sense. But it's just now, it's just to me, it's like, yeah. get get a cheap MIDI controller or just get the LT. That's just me. But Well, what's, what's that one? That's FX. F. That's the jump that just got the HX, H- effects. HX so no effects. amps, it's just the effects. Yeah, sure. See, it kind of seems it's, that it got like a whole bunch of products doing the same thing. No, but the HX effects doesn't have amp models in yeah, it, so I it's know, just I, the effects. I know that, but so it's like the M9 was, or M yep. whatever they were back then. But um, they have these crossovers, except that's obviously Well, to me, the HX stomp was great. Yep. And then you had the next level was the Helix LT, and the next level was the full Helix. And I think each time you got, no, I think you even got the same processing power in the LT, LT as yeah. you did in the normal Helix. But yeah. you had didn't have the, what are they called, scribbles, strips or whatever. Yeah, strips. Where you can name things and stuff. Yep. And HX Stomp was like the smaller thing that was just a more compact thing, but with less processing power. And now you have this thing that's kind of. Almost the same as the Helix LT, just without the expression pedal, almost, yeah. but with less processing power, but costs are almost the same. Mm. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I haven't really followed the product line a lot. And I mean, the main difference is um, that 
Seems to be overlapping a bit. Well, a lot of people were complaining that you have the three buttons. Because, I mean, everyone complains about things. If there's something to complain about, people will complain. But there was a thing. You have the three buttons, <laughs> mm. and you either assign it to have the two buttons, and the third one is like your tap tempo or tuner. Or you can make it be a third, so you can have three presets. Sure. Um, and people were whinging about that. Oh, but we all want to tap tempo and three presets. You can hook up an external pedal. You could just hook up an, an external tap tempo pedal. Yeah, sure. If you wanted that. Um, if that's all you did, yeah. If that's all you needed. Just yeah, or, <laughs> I mean, you could use, like, you can buy these Mellow Audio and stuff like that. Um, uh, um, like, I don't know, how many, I don't know, maybe eight or nine buttons, eight or 12 even buttons. Uh, MIDI, um, MIDI pedals for not much money. They're not expensive. And then you can assign that. And most, a lot of them come pre-assigned already for, um, so you don't even have to set it up. They have a, yeah. like a preset in it. And if you use HX Stomp, it has a preset in it. And if you use Kempo, it has a preset in it. Yeah. And if it's, you know, um, They're pretty good with that stuff. So, right? yeah. So it has dedicated tap tempo, dedicated tuner button, all that sort of stuff. But to me, that's a much cheaper alternative. And you have more buttons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then a lot of these, like the Melodia one, you can also hook two expression pedals up to it. So if you want to do that, in the end, maybe just get a Helix then. But, um, mm. I mean, it's a cheap, slightly cheaper alternative. But you also have less processing power. But, any, I don't know. To me, I it's just one of those slightly pointless things. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you think... disagree with me, people out there, let us know in the comments and let me know how you would use it or how you are using it or why you would want the HX Stomp XL. Yeah. But, I, to me, it's just one of those slightly pointless things. Depends how you go about actually using it in the real world. Yeah, true. Like whether I use it just for an amp like you do. It's like an amp and you run all your drive stuff into it. Yeah. Or are you yeah. just using it just for the effects and you're going into a I don't know, Fender Blues Larry, whatever it is. Blues Larry. Yeah, whatever those amps are. Good Larry. Or are you using it as your, your full amp platform, you swap, switch in between amps for swap to Marshall for a grunge sound and then a, a mess of boogie for your shreddy widdly widdly bits. Shreddy widdly widdly bits, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, if, if you're doing, if you're actually sw sw switching amps between sounds, get the like MIDI switcher. Like yeah, a, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And that's great. Um, you could probably, and, if, and are you using other pedals with it, like other delays and modulation? Hmm. Things like that. If you are using all the sounds in the th in the actual unit, probably get the bigger unit because it's got more processing power, and you yeah. can have your nice delay. And especially with some of the latest the latest new algorithms, they're very CPU heavy. Yeah. yeah. But if you're just using it as if you got a nice amp with say with a nice drive channel, and you just want a bunch of effects on it, just use the little one with them. Just switch through some. Yeah. Anyway, time -based uh, stuff to me, it's a, it's a funny one, but but. I, I really like the HX Storm. I yep. think it's great. I, like I've used it for quite a while now as my amp, basically. Mm. But I put it on my pedal board. It's nice and small. I sure. run all my pedals into it, and I even have it usually routed so I can go if I want. I can go into an amp using the same plugs, but it bypasses the cool. the amp sounds and stuff like that. So it's yeah. it it to me it's a great unit. But yeah, I don't necessarily understand the need for it. Those I don't know. If, four extra buttons or whatever they give you. Maybe if they made an actual four-button external pedal. 
Like an ex like an external switch yeah, thing. Well, you sense. can use any external switch thing. That's the thing. Sure, but then they'd brand it themselves and they'd probably make more money yeah, on... Because yeah. there's not probably nothing in them. Is it four or is it six? How many more? Do you have a photo of it there? Oh, the actual yeah. XL? It is... And then there's also the pod go too. Which is well, the pod, yeah, but again, that's that's slightly different again. Yeah. So you have five extra buttons. Is it five? Five. Because you've got the three buttons on the bottom, and then you've got... It's quite a few. Well, you've got the six buttons on the left now, and the two buttons underneath. So you got, yeah, you've got five extra buttons. But I mean, still, five extra buttons for like a few hundred dollars more. I don't know if it's necessarily... Anyway, that's just... They must have. See, that's the thing. I mean, for example, there, just just there, like, just one of the ads that popped up. Mission Engineering two-button mm. foot switch thing, $99. Yeah. Mission Engineering, like, good brand. Yeah. You can buy much cheaper ones than that. For sure. But $99 Australian dollars, you have the two external, two extra foot switches, which you can probably make one a dedicated tap and the other one maybe the tuner or something else. Mm -hmm. So for $99 extra dollars, you get an extra two foot switches. And I think the XL Stomp, the HX Stomp XL is something like three, $200, $300 more, okay. which puts it almost in the price range of the, mm. the LT. Anyway, that's just me. They obviously thought there was a market for it. Yeah, yeah. Surely you do market research when you put out a whole new thing like that. Well, Line 6 is Yamaha. I mean, they're a massive company, yeah. so... They should know what they're doing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just a weird one to me. Sure. It's a bit of a weird one to me. Yeah. Uh, let's move on, because we don't have... How much time have we, we, we've, we've... We've done... Oh, crap, we've gone over an hour already. But let's quickly... A couple more things that are quite interesting, I find, that came out at name. Yeah. So Sterling by Music Man released a bunch of new yep. guitars, which are quite... Uh, to me, the one that stood out the most was is they're having... They're releasing the Mariposa... Um, as a Sterling by Music Man, which to me is, I, I love the shape of it. It's a quirky one, isn't it? It reminds me a bit of, do you remember the uh, um, Fernandez Vertigo guitars? No. No? <laughs> it basically looks almost like that without the bottom horn. The dog's back. Um, so, the dog's back there. So, Fernandez had these guitars called a Vertigo. Uh, hang on, let's see if I can find a picture for you. If anyone out there, if anyone out there has one, uh, let me know what your thoughts are on it because I've been actually it's um, been one that I've had on my eBay uh, saved search list mm. for quite a while because I, I don't know I always like the look of them they're sort of those sort of quirky quite oh, quirky yeah, guitars I do remember those so they remind me a lot of that Mariposa yes. it's just the Mariposa is a pointy bit down the bottom yep. but other than that it's kind of the same uh, I've been wanting to get one of those with a sustainer in it for oh. ages but um, they're hard to find Hey, dog. Um, but yeah, I love the shape. I've, I, I, it's funny because Music Man probably has made now two guitars that I think are two of my favourite shaped guitars ever, yep. which is the Saint Vincent and the Mariposa. But I've never. Well, I played a Saint Vincent at Hennings. Oh yeah. With very rusty old strings on it. Good. Uh, and it was the ugliest of all the colours: the sunburst with the gold hardware. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, don't think he had no I don't think he had the Mariposa yet when I was there that came 
just that came just after we left actually I think that because um, sure. I think that was name 2020 last year that the Mariposa came out mm-hmm. uh, I like the shape I like the colour uh, and from what you hear about Sterling, again, Sterling is one of those brands, especially in Australia, and the dog is back, I've never really played any Sterling stuff. I think I may have once, but a long time ago. And people rave about the quality of them, how they're, that they're meant to be for like a more budget-friendly guitar. Yeah. I mean, because the Music Man stuff is is right up there in price. Yeah, and quality. like it's And quality. It's not. But Sterling, apparently, for... Uh, bang for buck kind of thing they're yep. meant to be really 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 good yeah I'm keen to try it it's, it's kind of like one of those things I don't know like I've tried one yeah, a couple of music men music men music men yeah <laughs> I've had some music men or no, music so. mans mans is <laughs> man I oh actually the, sorry the Albert Lee with the two humbuckers that's another one I yeah. love the shape of it such yeah, a cool looking cool. guitar sorry go oh, he's a cool cool dude yeah the um what are you doing, dog? But, um, I don't know, it's one of those things that I kind of like when other people play them, but they've not always sat well with my hands. People always rave about Music Man necks. Yeah. And the necks I've played, I wasn't a massive fan of. They're very round, like, yeah, and, like very circular. And, I don't know, not not necessarily my thing, but, um, I don't know, I, I do really like that guitar. So, that, that to me, yeah, that, that Mariposa is like a mix of a bit of St. Vincent, Bit of um, that Fernandez Vertigo mm. and a little bit of the um, Albert Lee. A little bit of rock and roll. A little bit of Albert Lee. A little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Exactly. So, yeah, I'd be very interested to, to try one out. I mean, we've got to talk to Scott, who we haven't talked to in a long time, who's to mm. rep for Music Man right. here. But hopefully, uh, we might be able to get a hands on. Another guitar I really like, which is very un me, and I've actually already asked. Um, people at the music shop for a price for it because I might even want to buy it because Fender doesn't talk to us at all. Mm. Doesn't even reply thing, to things. And EVH is Fender. So yeah. Fender uh, EVH released a bunch of new guitars and there's a bunch of the Wolfgang style ones and uh, with like exotic woods on it and it's all a bit meh. But they <laughs> released, or to me, meh. They released the EVH standard series. Yeah. Which is plain colours very Kramer looking, even with that um, hockey stick, I think they call it headstock. Yeah, it's got the round end on the headstock, eh? Yeah, yeah, like hockey. I think they call it hockey stick. Yeah. Um, it is an offset because the waist is offset. Because, I mean, that's what an offset is. The waist is offset. The, the bum. The bum's round. The bum's round, but the waist is offset. Yeah. But uh, they released a black one, a pink one with a maple board again. With maple board. I don't like maple board. And at least this blue one. It's pink, though. Yeah, but it, the blue one. <laughs> that does look. Uh, what is it in in in? What's the color called? Glam. No, blue. something blue. But in that blue, it looks great. I really dig it with a kill switch on it, like a kill switch button. Yeah. Um, with you, a, with a Floyd. Have you priced them up? Well, I asked the guys at the music shop to see what yeah. the price and what the availability is, because knowing Fender, the problem in Australia with Fender is. They go, oh, we've got uh, Fender and Squire. We've got, oh, we've got these new Squire guitars uh, out. And uh, yes, in Australia, they're available next year. Yeah. <laughs> Ice Blue Metallic, the colour's called. Is it actually metallic? Yeah, Ice right. Blue Metallic, yeah. Cool. I dig the look of it. And I, actually, I don't have a guitar like that. 
And I, I, I actually I sold a bunch of things for the music shop here in Noosa, and uh, I have a bit of money in the in the bank there. And I think um, they retail in the US eight ninety nine street right. price. So they're probably about fifteen hundred. I'm going to say here, maybe sixteen hundred. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm fifteen. Well, the dollar's pretty crap, but it's not too bad. Though. Is it not too bad in mine? No, it's just um, but Australia's always things always Australian three times expensive. Like being a bit cheeky at the moment. No, Fendo's cheeky. Also. Fendo's extremely cheeky in Australia. Uh, but yeah, like a red kill switch button. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I've actually asked them to if they could price me one because mm-hmm. I think that's something I wouldn't mind buying. So what 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 are your thoughts on this sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. It'd have to play really nicely for me to like it. I'm sure it plays good and um, sound amazing. Like visually, uh, it's cool. But I like the look. That's the whole thing. I really like the look of it. <laughs> um, good. I'm happy to for you to play it and look at it, but I don't know if I'd buy one myself. Because you're a fool. Yeah, they released <laughs> a whole bunch of these new uh, Wolfgang ones with like, um, which I'm yeah, not a. Cool. That's an, that's more offset, but I'm not a yeah. big fan of the shape. And the headstocks, are, it's like a crab or something. A crab. It's like a weird looking headstock, like a weird bottle opener, uh, and yeah, with like quilted maple tops and stuff. Uh, not my thing, but yeah, that one. You don't like this, fancy woods, yeah? No, I'm not a big fan of of overly fancy woods. Um, I like the more plain thing, but the fifty one fifty series. They also released a bunch of um, fancy wood ones. Mm. It depends on what it is and what the kind of guitar it is, and if it's a gloss or a matte finish. Matte finishes I find I like better with fancy woods. Oh yeah. Um, but to me, yeah, the, the, the pink one, again, the that's, maple fretboard. That's loud, isn't it? That's very loud. That's a big statement. And matching headstock, yes. I like that. But th- that ice metallic, ice blue metallic one, I just really like it. Something about it, and I shouldn't like it, <laughs> with uh, ebony ebony fingerboard. It's a, um, it's a bit like power ballads. You kind of sing along in the car when you're by yourself. <laughs> if there's someone else in the car, you go, oh, let's change the radio station. I just like, it's very, very Kramer. I mean, yeah. it's very Kramer, down to the headstock and everything as well. But I like the headstock shape even. Ooh, some dive bombs going on there. Yeah, and knowing oh, EVH. Does that have the, the, drop, the D? drop D thing? Yeah. Yes. And knowing EVH, it'll sit flat, so no, no pulling up. It's a down only, Yeah. Uh, which I think I like the idea of as yeah, well. Uh, Who goes up? That's stupid. Just bend. Bend, yeah, exactly. Um, I like the idea of that as my Floyd Rose guitar. Sure, yep. That or actually the other one I kind of always had a thing for yeah. is the Washburn N4, the Nuno one. Ah, yeah. I always had a bit of a thing for that. I thought it was a bit ugly. I don't know. There's something about it I like. I don't know what. Not yeah. with the N4 sticker on it. Yeah. You know, the his ones that get the have the sparkly N4 sticker on it. No, you mean like the the walnut? Yeah, Paduk. Paduk, I think they were oh, or whatever. The brown. <laughs> yeah, Ben had one. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I always, I don't know. I, I always was, had a bit of a thing for them. I thought it looked a bit. Again, like, it re, it un- looks unfinished. a bit. It looks, yeah, it's like an unfinished, yeah. yeah but looks, I don't know something about it. I like, and okay. and and you, you never know. Stay tuned. In a in a <laughs> don't, don't do crazy it. world, it may actually even happen that I I might get Go one. For it. Oh well, we've been talking for a bit over an hour now. Uh, what are we at? An hour ten. So. Um, I think we better call it a day. So if there's any particular things from them that you liked, that you saw, if you mm. made it this far into the show. Um, uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, what should be the word for this week? Gabor's wrong. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Pocker, Pocker Iced Tea. P O K K A, Pocker Iced Tea. Or Copico, coffee candy. <laughs> now let's go Pocker. P O K K A, Pocker. That's the word for today, for this, for this podcast. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Let us know. Go go and join our um, super fun, awesome, happy time gear chat thing on Facebook, uh, or send us a message on Instagram or, or Facebook or anything like that, and let us yeah. know what what was your what were your highlights from this year's name? Because there's it's becoming cool now because there's quite a few people on the that group chat now. So yeah. other people have been posting things from Nam and new releases. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's not just us trying to like force crap on the people yeah 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 so it's we need more becoming, people to come in and, and have input you know some cool discussions going on yeah. about gear and releases yeah. and things and yeah as long as it's remotely music related post away and yes please do even if it's i don't know like cocktail recipes i don't care just don't sell rip off nikes and be sweet yeah my nikes mate nikes <laughs> this is australian nikes Nike. um Nike. or if you have any good uh soup recipes you know i'm making i'm making a soup tonight oh yeah mm, french onion soup wow mm-hmm on that note, <laughs> on that cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah, it's been Poker. Been totally Poker and Capico. Copico. <laughs> Poker and Capico. There you go. That's the title of this week's episode. Poker and Capico. <laughs> so, uh, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>